it's learning to become comfortable and confident as to what your face is doing in all situations that can really help you become a master of your craft. Understanding your resting face can change. It can change relationships. Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode. I am so grateful you are here. And I want to give a special shout out to Kate, who left a beautiful five-star review on Apple Podcast. She says, as I found myself navigating entrepreneurship, this podcast has become a mainstay. It has been such a gift to find a podcast that speaks to so many different aspects of entrepreneurship journey, helping me to find balance and each new episode has me feeling my dreams. Really appreciate you sharing this with us. And if you're listening, I would also really appreciate a review, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or give us a follow on Spotify. I'm here wishing you a prosperous, marvelous, blissful day. So today's digital world requires impactful communication for getting your message delivered for public speaking, for strategic marketing, client relationships, or branding. This episode is for you if you are an entrepreneur, professional, nonprofit, artist, anyone who needs to get prepared to handle any digital media or public speaking parents and learn how to become more confident, polished, and communicate more effectively. And for that reason, I have my guest today, Amy Scruggs, who is a media coach. She trains people to improve their confidence and speaking skills by learning how to master your body language, your facial expressions, and etc. So that you can confidently handle any media interview for print, podcast, radio, TV, social media, wherever you need to communicate effectively. Amy is the best-selling author of the book, Lights, Camera, Action. And she has been featured on Fox, CBS, NBC, ABC, Prime Video, and tons of other outlets. So without further ado, here's Amy. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. Very exciting. I'm excited too, because you're the expert on communication, everything we need today in today's world. So Let's begin with media coaching. Who needs media coaching? In today's world, everyone. Because we are all in front of a camera, whether we like it or not, even for anybody who has a career that they just have to be on their Teams meetings or Zoom meetings, that's considered on camera. I consider that a part of our digital media world, and it's time to effectively communicate in those platforms. Beautiful. Who do you usually work with? I work with all levels and all industries. So executive levels, definitely CEOs, entrepreneurs, small business, because they really need it. But workshop style, I work with songwriters and artists and um, and other industry professionals that are maybe at a support level. I do workshops with teachers because teachers need to effectively communicate. And they're doing a lot of Zoom meetings with parents and with it, with each other. And so it really, I haven't met an industry yet that I say, no, this isn't a fit for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Everybody needs it. But for someone who might not be familiar with media coaching, mm-hmm. what does it exactly entail? It's really coming alongside someone and saying, let's take a look at how you communicate. 
Let's listen to your voice. We're going to watch your face, your mannerisms, your expressions, how you relate a message even when you're not talking. Because those nonverbals are resting faces. I teach a lot about the resting face, which gets you a good laugh when I'm doing public speaking. But a lot of people are unaware of what their face is saying, even in their inactive listening in a virtual meeting. They don't realize that they may look annoyed or angry or just disinterested. And I have seen professionals lose opportunities in these virtual meetings just by not understanding what their resting face is saying and how they present themselves. So I think that there is a disconnect that was there before we lived on camera. And now there's a lot of people saying, but I I don't want to be on camera. I hate it. Well, like it or not, it's here. It's what we do. I encourage my clients to also send video text messages and start really showing what their message so it doesn't get lost in in translation. And so learning how to get comfortable with that camera and realizing it's a big part of effective communication, there's no misconception. If you get a video message and somebody shares something with you, if they're angry, you're going to see it. If they're happy, you're going to see it. (laughs) Then there's no miscommunication as to what they meant in that text. This is so true. I'm like laughing over here because (laughs) you talked about the resting phase. And so many times, like when I look back at the playback, I'm like, OMG, what was I thinking? Like, I look like I was so angry when I'm not. So you're not exactly. Well, many of us have this poker face type of problem. What do we do with that? We have to learn to get comfortable with it and learn it. The problem is we're looking outside of our eyes all the time. So we don't know what we look like. Nobody really knows what their resting face is unless they take the time to study it like anything else. Okay. Because if I needed to learn my hand, I'd have to sit here and stare at the back of my hand. So the face, what do we do? We've got to get that mirror. We've got to watch the tape. We've got to see what we look like in all situations, not just when we're getting ourselves ready to go out and we're looking in the mirror and we always put on the perfect face and we stand there and we're like, okay, this works. This is how I'm going to look today. And the guys are like, yeah, I look good. That is not necessarily the same expression that goes out with you or goes into a meeting. It's learning to become comfortable and confident as to what your face is doing in all situations that can really help you become a master of your craft. Understanding your resting face can change. It can change relationships. Think about how many relationships could become a lot healthier if you weren't wondering, is he mad at me? Is she mad at me? Oh my gosh, is she annoyed with me? When you're just maybe thinking about something else. I love that. And I think that goes back to everything starts with awareness. Once we have this intention of how are we looking like improving yes. our, I guess, resting poker face. Yes. <laughs> Once we're aware of where we are, what we're doing, that's the first step. Completely. And I like to even call it the active listening face. When I stand in front of an audience and I'm doing public speaking, I say, I'm, I'm looking at all of you. I see all of your acting, active listening faces. And I can tell those of you that have an awareness and are really engaged with me and those that are completely unaware of the messages you're sending me right now. And if they're true, okay, great. We can deal with that. But we have to start getting that connection and realizing that self-awareness is the, is the number one part of tackling this exact issue. I love it. Active listening face. All right. I'm going to improve my active listening face. Now, next step, what else can I improve? The filler words. Um, so like, yeah, when we start sentences with those filler words, I always try to share with professionals, if you wouldn't type it to start a sentence in your emails or in your written correspondence, then we shouldn't be saying it 
when we start a sentence with each other. We've we've become a little bit lazy in our culture at how we start those filler words. And I see a lot of ums, a lot of yas, a lot of so's. Learning to pause. It's okay to take a break between. Like when you just asked me a question, if I stop for a moment, think about it and then answer so that I'm not filling it with those words while I'm gathering my thought to answer your question. And it really can set you apart as an, a communicator, an effective communicator. People will notice. I notice, especially as an interviewer, doing what you do, interviewing a lot of professionals, if somebody really can't get to the point, that's a problem. That is so true. In the beginning of my speaking career, I was very conscious of my ums and so's of the gay gay. No way I'm going to say um and so. But in reality, I realized when I listened back, I was saying, you know, like every other sentence. I'm like, you know, you know, you see. I used um, to do that too. I was guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes we're we're trying really hard not to say the ums and the so's, like the filler words, because we know there are these are filler words, but there yes. are other filler words that we tend to say to avoid the more common filler words. Yes. So it's really important that we listen back and listen to how you speak, just like how you said earlier, to look yourself in the mirror and to listen to those podcasts that you were on, to listen to <laughs> the content that you created, yes. actually listen back. And I love that you pointed that out about the different filler words you discovered for yourself, because there really are so many filler words, or I would almost say your most common words that a lot of professionals do. And when I work with someone, we identify those and I make a list because I'll start off with just getting to know you. How was your weekend? And I'm paying attention to what those words are that are happening in natural conversation. And I start writing them down. I go, these are the ones we're going to take out of your vocabulary. And we're going to find their replacements. We're going to find how you work with it. And it's so fun to watch somebody literally transcend, to watch it go to another place that they're, how they communicate changes, their vocabulary changes. And it's really watching excellence start to happen in the moment. And as professionals of all industries, and everybody loves it. No one has said, I wish you hadn't taught me that. I wish I could have those words back. <laughs> they're all thankful to get rid of them. Beautifully said. So we're aware of how we look. We're aware of how we speak. What else should we be aware of? Are we staying on brand with our message? When we're answering questions, are we rambling and going all over the place to get to the point? And especially in storytelling, we've all met that person that starts to tell a story and five minutes later, you're like, oh, is this coming to something yet? <laughs> Realizing what is the main point of something? What is the main topic I'm trying to get through to you? And how can I get there the quickest? Lay the small foundation pieces that are needed and then get there the quickest. I wouldn't present to you a cake and tell you all the ingredients as I'm handing it to you. I would just say, this is red velvet with buttercream frosting. I would give you the main ingredients so that you knew what it was. And now we've gotten to the point. And the same thing applies to storytelling and putting your message out there. Beautiful, beautiful. What other tips do you have for more effective communication for our ladies listening? Practicing all the time, not just when you're in an interview, not just when you're in a meeting or a virtual meeting. You have to have it actually become a part of you so that at home, even if I'm responding to my family, if my daughter yells for me from the other side of the house, I don't reply with, yeah, what? I say, yes, honey, is there something I can help you with? Practicing how I respond even to my family and my friends has allowed me to be a more effective communicator in my professional life because then there's the consistency. And I'll have clients say, well, you know, I wasn't practicing it because, you know, I was with the family and I was relaxed. And so I just let my guard down. But then how are you going to bring this back into the boardroom? 
You have to encompass this 24-7 to make these changes. Everything you say resonate. In your days running your business, is there a favorite quote that you go by? Take the limits off. Take the limits off. I think the hardest thing I hear from professionals is when they say, I can't do it. When we put limits on ourselves of what we can't do, maybe an age limit, maybe it's an ability limit, just take the limits off and apply it to everything you do and watch and see what can happen. I know. I love that. And I know that speaks to your life because you have made transitions in your career, in your life as well. Yes. I have transitioned from business professional, sales executive. I've been a touring recording artist, a TV host, media coach, and I'm a mom with four grown kids. So I have transitioned, but I've taken the limits off and it's really fun. Beautiful. So if someone wants more effective communication, where can they find you at? You can Google Amy Scruggs and I guarantee you will find me at amyscruggsmedia.com or amyscruggsmusic.com. Both lead to the other. You can reach me directly through the site or any social media platforms. Just put in Amy Scruggs. You will find me and you can direct message me and I will reach back. Thank you. Thank you so much. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 